Well, today, the first checks were sent out. Wendy Mullen is standing by live in Queens with more. Wendy? Thanks, Chuck. We're standing here in front of the Olympic liquor store in Queens, where scores of African-Americans have been lined up for hours. We spoke to a few of them earlier. Ladies, may we get a word? Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> with your broke ass. Sir, now that you've got your check, do you plan on quitting your job driving this truck? Truck driver? I ain't no truck driver. I'm a janitor. Janitor? That's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. And I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch! to the comic book bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Stimmy Hendrix, a.k.a. Stimmy Olsen, a.k.a. Superfly Stimmy Snooker, uh, with my co-host. <laughs> yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Mr. Tomato Head. Ah, <laughs> we're back with the episode. Matter of fact, we're waiting on that Stimmy so much. Oh, I even decided to... Man, I, I put <laughs> yeah, you go. Put the hat on. There we go. Got to advertise. I don't know who we advertise, but we advertise it. So, Eli, we... we we're waiting on the Steamy so much, even though I haven't gotten it yet. You notice in the background, I've upgraded some stuff with our with our Steamy check. Is that a new you mirror? A, a moving background in a in a thing? Oh well, doesn't matter. Oh, oh, I, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I thought you, I thought you were behind you, like your wall. Like, oh no, not that, not that mirror thing. I'm talking about like the actual background, or whatever, like that. Where oh, yeah, doesn't be. matter. I'll change it next time because obviously it's not impressive, but that's okay. My feelings are hurt, <laughs> but we will move on past that. <laughs> but. Good news for everybody that is going on right now before we get to the old bullshit that everybody's going on. Everybody's happy. Stimmies are coming. Stimmies are coming. <laughs> Eli, you got yours yet? Spider-Man's happy. Not, not yet, no. I know a bunch of people already got theirs already, but I know a bunch me. of people. I haven't gotten mine yet. I'm sitting here waiting, but the fact that I know that it's on the way, I'm happy. We've been talking about this for the longest. So, yeah, let me be Spider-Man with the Henny Bottle also. That's going to be with my Stimmy. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just let this play out. He's gonna do the spider walk in a second. Now, here's the thing about this. Oh, uh, I, I had something I was gonna do with my Stimmy. I was gonna get a PS5. I should say this for the uh, video game section. I'm gonna go ahead and do it now, Eli. I was gonna get the PS5. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get this money now. Go ahead and spend it on it. I had it in my cart. Damn, really? As soon you as found I one? pressed it, yes, I found one. Had it in my cart. Boom, got away from me just like that. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Someone took it from your cart? No, that's the thing. Oh. I, I, one of those bots, I guess, whatever the hell is going on with that. So, oh, yeah, so, it was in your cart. Like your yeah, in my cart, like cart. online. Like online. No, no, not like somebody like, punched me in the <laughs> I face. I think you and, put your at Target <laughs> or whatever, and you had one in your cart. <laughs> my PS5, punk. No, not like that. Nobody debugged <laughs> me for my shit. You know? my PS5, homie? <laughs> <laughs> no, like online, it was in my cart. I pressed the button, and then it just went away. I'm like, oh, man, it's fucked up. But anyway. Moving on past that, let's get on to the to the nerd shit, you know. Uh, and Eli, I know you're sharing it out, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I think you got to take this over. I think this Do is I? your baby right here. I think so. We, we'll okay. see. 
I don't even uh, remember. Is... It's, it's a slow week, so. What are we it doing? It is a slow week. Okay. What, no, what you're talking about. <laughs> what am I talking about? Okay. You are talking about uh, Marvelous Marvin Hager. Oh, well, I figured. Don't you know who he is? <laughs> I know who he is. I know the name. I know what his occupation used to be. But other than that, that's really about it. I mean, like I said, he did his thing like in the early 80s, didn't he? Yeah, he was basically Mayweathers in the 80s. Um, I mean, yeah, was... I mean, I knew who he was, but I mean, unless you were Michael Jackson, I really didn't know who you were, Prince. I didn't know who you were. <laughs> yeah, so he was, what, middleweight champion for like a long-ass time? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he was like super popular in the 80s, even if you weren't a boxing fan, you knew who he was. He was on commercials. He was he was he was big back then, um, uh, and yeah, he was just one of the one of the greatest fighters. I mean, what did he lose like like three? And I don't think he never got knocked out. He had a, like an awesome record, and he was just a a very brutal, powerful striker. Um, did he and, have uh, like some kind of like like? almost death match with Tommy the Hitman Hearns or something? Was that somebody else? Yes, that was a, yeah, where they just brawled it out. Yeah, he turned it into it because Tommy was Yeah, they huge. were like blocking with their face and shit, whatever. That's, yeah, I didn't they see turned, it, but yeah. Yeah, they turned it into like, it was basically a hockey fight where they just stood in front of each other and just threw bombs. <laughs> basically like Rocky <laughs> Balboa, like the Rocky movies back it then. Was, nobody. <laughs> yes, it was basically a, a Rocky fight where it's like, yeah, this shit never happens in real life, but that, that only in that fight. Bam, bam, yeah, bam, like bam. he just stood in the pocket and just uh, just threw bolos and finally caught him and knocked 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 Tommy Hearns out like on the ropes. Like, he was he was asleep on the ropes. And the fucking thing, I've never seen the fight, but I rem- I remember oh. it being like super super hype. Around it, yeah, time. yeah. I mean, they, they just they just stood and just threw bombs at each other because they were both te- that's the thing, they were both technical strikers, used technique. Everyone thought Tommy Hearns was gonna because Tommy Hearns was a really tong and long and lanky guy. Um, and those are the best fighters. The top, you everything, oh, a big guy with muscles, he's strong and tough, yeah. But guys who are skinny last longer, they got the better card. That's why John Jones is so great because. He's long and tall and skinny, and he's got that reach. Can stay on the outside, just puts you away. And that's what everyone thought Tommy Hearns was going to do, was like sort of stay on the outside and bob and weave and, you know, pick his shots. But no, they turned it into a brawl, a straight-up street ball where they just swung, swung at each other, stood in front of each other, and just threw punches at their faces until Hagler finally cold cocked him, had him asleep on the ropes, and I – I think it was the the fall on the face is what knocked what, what woke him up <laughs> was when he <laughs> fell on his face. <laughs> so they turned a professional boxing match into a world star video, basically. Basically, um, okay. it was considered one of the greatest fights of all time. And yeah, Hagler was just yeah he was very popular. I remember he was on a Pizza Hut commercial. I don't think it was for the Hearns fight. I think it was for another fight. But I remember a Pizza Hut commercial, which shows Marvin Hagler like eating a piece of pizza, and he goes. <laughs> I wonder what what's his name is eating. Probably <laughs> soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! This was this after the fight. <laughs> it was after the fight. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So rest in peace to uh, Marvin Hagler, one of the greatest. Uh, of all better make for a hell of a mixture. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah recipes to marvelous marvin Hagler, one of the greatest of all time uh did they ever make like a movie based on 
his thing? Because I uh, remember they made like I think he fought a guy named Duran or something. He did, yeah. He was in the Duran movie. I didn't see that though, but he had a fight. Yeah, he uh he I think that he won that with the that was I think Duran was the only one who took him the distance, I think. I think because okay. most of Hagler's fights didn't go the distance, you know, because he was just a, he was just a mean motherfucker, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So. Well, let's move on past that. Let's, let's brighten the mood up a little bit. I don't even know what's next on the list. What is next on the list? Oh yeah. Let's talk about this bullshit. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you heard about this. Eli. Everybody heard about this. Uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame is no longer the highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, Avatar is. Again. Again. Okay. Again, yeah. Because what happened was over the weekend, Avatar got re-released only in China. Because apparently after all this COVID bullshit is going on, uh, COVID is apparently like non-existent over there anymore. They're just going back to daily lives while we're still over here struggling and shit, you know. Can't go in the bars, can't do anything like that. Except for Mississippi. We're wide the fuck open because our government's like, fuck us, you know. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Back on topic. Uh, like I said, China has opened back up and they decided to re-release Avatar in China. And when they did that, boom, Avatar. Because it don't need it didn't need that much to overtake in-game. So it took over uh in-game, and that was it. So boom, they're back on top. So didn't take much. I'm pretty sure this was a uh, uh this was all orchestrated by James Cameron. Just as a fuck you to Marvel. I know he did. But, <laughs> but you know who? Two people who don't care. Well, besides you, Eli. <laughs> uh, Disney doesn't care. And also, Zeldana doesn't care. Why does she not care? Because she was in both movies. <laughs> she was. That's right. Yeah, she was in both movies. No matter what happens, her name is going to be there regardless. So, yeah, she, she basically latched on to, like, the like the the hype train she was she was the it girl when all these franchises were getting started like you want to get it she was like the female samuel jackson almost at the time like you got a big franchise stick her in it you know yeah. but paint her in the color paint her blue paint her green whatever you know and make yeah, her movie so so yeah i just want to put that out there well china but, likes avatar there you go i don't think they do i think they just saw it just like yeah fuck this movie oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got oh uh, oh speaking of china their number one grossing movie, I think, over there is a movie called Something Detective. You heard about that? Pet Detective? Dance Detective? Some no, shit. It's I a detective know. movie. Whatever it is, it's the most popular movie over there, regardless of that. Uh, Eli, we saw a thing. I don't even know what to call it. A fan film? There you go. It was called a fan <laughs> film. <laughs> we saw a fan film of basically what it was called. It was called uh, Batman Dying is Easy. Uh, it is completely free. It is completely unassociated with DC. They made sure they put the disclaimer up before they decided to put it out. Uh, and it is made by the guys from Bat and the Sons. I, even though I know I've been told before not to advertise other YouTube channels on this one. But <laughs> Bat and the Sons is awesome, man. Bat and the Sun, you, if, you, if you haven't seen Bat and the Sun, definitely go check them out. Watch all the stuff they have. They got some awesome ass like uh, Wonder Woman versus Wolverine and Thor versus Superman fight. Real high quality stuff. And then Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the go-to fan film favorites right get i mean it's hard to try to match their level because they're really that good uh, they like got said, a budget got, yeah they get somehow budget they had like big name actors in this fucking movie in this one yeah like yeah. michael madsen uh doug jones you know from doug jones uh, from hellboy yeah yeah uh just to show you a little clip for people that have don't know what i'm talking about but yeah 
like honestly this is the best bat suit in live action history i don't care who you put up against this is like uh, to me eli this is the best batman of all time it, like this guy pretty right. cool this fight scene yeah this fight, <laughs> fight he's just blood and shit i like oh and yeah. what they did with the mad hatter and he was ridiculous man that's the the characterization they did with him now this is some stuff they've been doing before let me stop even though i noticed a free video i want to get flagged so let me stop <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, so I might but, just want to watch that again. <laughs> right, <laughs> just cut this off and let's just all just go over there and just do a little reaction <laughs> video. But nah, we're not here for a reaction video. Uh, just what they did with Mad Hatter in it, man, because they've had some characterization in Mad Hatter where they kind of made him like a serial rapist in there. But in this one, they made him like a child molester, and he called all the girls Alice's. So I'm like, oh, that they really going creepy. Yeah, with that, that was you pretty. Know. This was dark. But it, yeah. what Batman did to him. <laughs> stomped his nuts out afterwards. I'm like, thank you, baby. He won't kill, but he'll stomp yeah. your nuts out. So yeah, I was laughing. I was like, hey, take that, Batman haters. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all he does is beat up poor people. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want him to stomp that guy in the nuts. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh man, but I won't get into it. Like I said, it goes a little bit deeper into it. The Michael Madsen playing Harvey Bullock thing was cool. Even though I do think Michael Madsen, I don't. I'm not saying he was miscast. I feel like he was taking me out of it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like he looked like Harvey Bullock playing Harvey Bullock, dressed like Harvey Bullock, but him acting. I, I guess he was taking me out of it. I don't know. But other than that, like I said, everything in this was top notch. The guy they playing the Joker, he was cool. Uh, like I said, they had little sh snippets. Of everybody like Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, you know, Zaz was in there. You know, just little stuff just to throw you that was going on. So, yeah, honestly, like I said, if you haven't watched it, yeah. definitely go watch it. My awesome. only go watch all those, the other stuff, too. Yeah, my only issues was that was those big, giant granny panties that Poison Ivy was wearing. <laughs> okay now about the granny panties <laughs> that was that was from uh arkham asylum i think they were trying to make it like arkham asylum like the arkham games because you know she's wearing the same panties in arkham games yeah so i was like damn that, those those are huge it's <laughs> <laughs> not your thing okay granny panties are not I, your I, thing I, I, just, yeah i don't give a fuck yeah i, I was looking hey for some that's green... my shit though okay, i wanted so, some green cheekage yeah I so granny panties <laughs> bring them this way not this way bring them this way <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so i guess we will pass that there's really nothing else we got to say about it's uh, cool a, yeah it was cool a free youtube video all this stuff is cool check out bad in the sun free free advertisement for us hey they don't get paid for this shit anyway so why not i said hopefully dc don't take this down leave it up you know whatever yeah. uh what, what's next on the list ah making a one did you get a chance to see uh the making of wandavision video no i did not Okay, so there was not an episode 10. Like I said, this is the calm before the storm. Uh, matter of fact, Eli, this whole section, I'm going to let you get your shit off. That whole, okay. the whole thing is this, this is just one block. It's just just let, let loose. But before we get there, uh, like I said, it's calm before the storm. You got a lot of stuff coming next week. Like I said, next week we decided to go our separate ways until we meet back up. Like I said, Eli's going to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not watching it. Not the first weekend. I'm going to watch Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's a four-hour movie. And me personally, I also want to uh, play the Hawkeye DLC for Avengers. That leaves me no time. Plus, with that and work, I got no time for anything else. So, sorry, Bucky. Sorry, Sam Wilson. I'll catch you later on. Eli, spoil the shit out of it when you get a chance to watch it next time. I don't care. Spoil it. I mean, what's going to happen? Some, some terrorists show up? Shit. 
with superpowers. <laughs> no, nah, man, no. the Fantastic Four are gonna show up. Oh yeah, Mephisto. Galactus is gonna See, show thank up. You. Uh, thank you, Jake Fisher, a man, another man of culture. <laughs> he wants granny panties too. <laughs> the best super fights of all time comes out next week. Uh, hey, look, <laughs> this will be the movie that will make uh uh Kevin Feige rethink the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> when Zack Snyder just Lee come out, like what? Are, what are we doing this? Damn! Time? Why am I shooting these in color this whole time? <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to rethink everything I just did. What the hell are we going on? You know. Yeah. There's uh, not enough digital smoke in my movies. <laughs> <laughs> more fucking smoke. Who? <laughs> you know. Uh, we well, here's some the thing more about seizure, seizure causing strobe lights in my in, in, in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Zack Snyder gives. That's what we need to do. We need to imitate Zack Snyder. Now we're gonna see more. Zack Snyder shit in the MCU going forward, you know. Uh, here's the thing: my favorite thing about this making a WandaVision, the shit that I wish they would have left in the movie, uh, this uncut scene they had with Agatha Harkness, and this is the outtake they didn't finish. Now she got Spark in the hand, right? And when she walked out, she did. She throws Spark in the grass. <laughs> I'm like, why the hell they didn't leave that in there, man? <laughs> I wanted them to keep that in there. That would have been so awesome. But I know people would have really, people are already pissed that I wish she killed Spark to begin with. So throwing the dead dog in the grass, you know. And here's the thing everybody thinking that Sparky wasn't real. What if he was? What if he was just a dog just walking around and I just did it bullshit to him? So I don't know. And Something to think it. about. Yeah, something to think yeah. about. So it's okay to kill kids as parents, though, but don't don't fuck with don't throw a dead dog. Don't throw a dead dog. Oh, that's yeah. it. You canceled, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. But also, not only that, but the making of WandaVision came out, but a whole bunch of other WandaVision stuff that came out. Like all the show writers came out, uh, did interviews, you know, doing the press junket circuit. They left all, all kind of like deleted scenes that they talked about that they were trying to shoot but didn't get a chance to shoot. Uh uh what's her name elizabeth olsen wanda i think she she was confused about the whole um what's this fast guy name her brother named pietro she was confused about the shit she thought that they were merging she thought that the x-men would come to them mcu so she didn't know anything different than the other ones uh and even <laughs> the stuff that you were saying also eli about how mephisto this and mephisto that and mephisto where's mephisto and the show writer came out I didn't know who Mephisto was when I was making the show, and then yeah. fanboys lost their shit. You know. <laughs> now before before you before you say anything, Eli, I gotta give a trigger warning. I gotta give a trigger warning. Fanboys, trigger warning because I'm about to show you a picture of Kathleen Kennedy. You know, I don't want you to lose your shit. <laughs> I would have had one next time I show a picture. She, of Kathleen she wasn't Kennedy, the showrunner on WandaVision. <laughs> she wasn't the showrunner on WandaVision. People are gonna blame her for WandaVision anyway. <laughs> for Kathleen Kennedy, funny. <laughs> You know, but just a point, just a point that I know that you were trying to make a point that uh, Kathleen Kennedy and the showrunner of WandaVision kind of had, you know, similar backlash. Basically, like the fans expected this and they gave them that, yeah. you know, and you were saying, well, why does WandaVision skate by this where Kathleen Kennedy get this, this, this? Like, I don't think WandaVision skated by. I think the more and more people are thinking about it. And about what happened, I think they're getting more outraged over what just happened. Oh, oh we didn't. Matter of fact, uh, Save Quicksilver or Bring Back Quicksilver was trending on Twitter like a couple uh, a couple of days ago. So people mm. want a Quicksilver back. They don't care which one. They want a Quicksilver back. Funny they thing about it. X-Men. They want X-Men. They want all, and then even, the show run, the show runner was like, who's the X-Men? I don't even know who the fuck <laughs> She didn't go that far. She didn't go that far. <laughs> Who are the X? Who are these X Men? <laughs> the X X who? Mixing people? You know. 
<laughs> like, no, she didn't go that far. But basically, I, I get what she was trying to do. Like, here's the thing. Fanboys are mad because she didn't know who uh, Agatha Harkness was. I'm, I'm sorry, Mephisto was. But let's say she did know who Mephisto was. Would it have made a difference? Would it have changed anything? Because at the end of the day, she had the story she was trying to steal. She didn't want a big bad. She didn't want Ultron. She didn't want Magneto. She didn't want all this shit in here. She wanted the big bad of the show to be grief. That's all she wanted. So it wouldn't have changed anything. Matter of fact, it would have just confused stuff and it just throwing all this bullshit in there, you know. Uh, Mephisto here. Now, there is one thing that they did want to shoot. They wasn't. Senior Scratchy. They did explain his thing. Senior Scratchy was supposed to be some kind of big demon that was supposed to, like, form in the basement and attack the kids when they tried to go for the Dark Horse. Kind of like a, like a Goonies thing. They were trying to do that in the show. Oh, okay. But they, they uh, COVID screwed some shit up. They ran low on budget. They said they didn't have no time to shoot it because they were going to do 10 episodes and they had a chance to do 9 episodes that they had to cut the stuff they wanted to do. And Ralph was going to, after Monica whooped his ass, he was going to join them. I don't know if he had superpowers or anything like that, but he was going to team up with them and help them steal the dark hole. You know. Okay. So that was yeah, a thing. That was so that's on Disney? I didn't even, I didn't even know. Oh, no, 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 no. None of this is on Disney+. Plus. Oh. <laughs> this is on, like, the, the interwebs. You go on YouTube and all the, like, oh, Fat Man shit. on Batman. You know, a much bigger podcast than us. You know. Oh, no shit. I know you keep telling me to quit, pl quit plugging people. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they're on all these other podcasts and, except us. And they basically told the whole we got story this covered guys <laughs> yeah those guys yeah so they they plan all this stuff and they get a chance to do it so that's that's what's going on with that so uh oh also benny cumberbatch benny cumberbatch at his own mouth said why he didn't show up for uh wandavision at the end he had shit to do that's all yeah so he was shooting another movie at the time they didn't ask him he said if they did ask him he would have said no because he was doing shit he, i'll see you when the, my movie comes up because I am a big movie star. I don't have time to be have a cameo on a TV show. Even though it's a Marvel TV show, it's still a TV show. I am not contracted for that bullshit. So, mm -hmm. there you go. Everybody expected Doctor Strange? There's your answer why. Also, here's the thing about Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, well, not Doctor Strange, but Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, you know, Star Wars fans have always been fan casting him as, uh, what, what, what's that guy's name, Eli? I don't want to screw his name up, so. I'm oh, is that uh, uh, Thrawn? Thrawn. Okay, you so the Thrawn? dude asked him. Or uh, he asked them, like, people have been fan cast you as Thrawn. Are you ever going to be Thrawn? He was like, Thrawn? Who's Thrawn? Well, first thing, Thrawn is this uh, big bad alien with blue skin. He was like, wait, wait, blue skin, like blue makeup? No, no, I'm out. Nah. <laughs> I'm stop you right there. I'm not doming that shit. <laughs> so if you're expecting Benny Cumberbatch to be Admiral Thrawn, General Thrawn, what's his name? Lieutenant Grand Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. That guy. Yeah, he ain't doing it. <laughs> he's not wearing blue makeup. You can't get him play blue, uh, put on blue makeup. He is not Paul Bettany. He does not need the money that bad. So, um, Eli, you never get a chance to get shit off, man. <laughs> what shit? I'm waiting for you to be done. What are you? What, what are I'm, you I'm done. I'm done. Oh. I'm out. <laughs> what are we? What am I talking about now? What am I going? Oh, on? because we, well, I kind of stepped on your toes, but we you want to talk about like Kathleen Kennedy and the different? Uh, oh no! Well, I was Star just gonna Wars say. And... I was just gonna say that. Yeah, that. They Disney announced her fate at, at Lucasfilms and that That's she's right. not going anywhere. They're not firing her. She's not stepping down. Filoni ain't taking over. She's there for a while. They said they they uh, uh, look forward to working with her for years to come. So Kathleen Kennedy ain't going anywhere. 
So all these whiny crybaby fanboys bitching about, you know, firing her and how she ruined Star Wars and ruined her childhood and all that bullshit, you know, kiss her <laughs> ass. Kiss her fucking <laughs> ass. She ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and why, why the fuck should she? She understands the business. She knows how movies are made. She produced some of the best movies of all fucking time. She understands the business. What she doesn't understand is how fucking nerds are a bunch of whiny bitches. It's the only thing she didn't understand. <laughs> you know what? And, and that's what I'm going to say. What you just said is the same thing that I think what the showrunner of WandaVision didn't understand. Like she didn't yeah. get. Like she knows how to make shows. She knows how to tell a story, stuff like that. But she didn't get fandom. Like how... Yeah anal we are over this yeah. shit you know she thought the the quicksilver shit was a funny joke she just thought it was stunt casting she didn't know that people were going to analyze it and go through the fine tooth comb yeah. and you got all these youtubers these i'm not gonna name them but it's all these asshole, asshole youtubers you know this geeking comics you know <laughs> gaslighting everybody <laughs> you know just putting out these bullshit ass theories just got people just thinking that oh this is gonna happen that's gonna happen and she wasn't expecting that so when she looked on the internet after the show was done, she's like, "Oh, oh shit, what do we do?" You know. So, oh shit, these 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 people don't have like normal day jobs, right? They really just <laughs> take this shit way too seriously. <laughs> yeah. And so that's that's her thing. So, but at the same time, you know what, Eli, I like that. I like that she she doesn't revolve around this world, so she doesn't get trapped into like the same tropes and cliches that maybe some other you know, filmmakers or creatives make because she's coming from a different perspective. And I like that. That's why people are saying, you know, WandaVision is so weird and so out there like that because she's coming from a different bubble. She's not coming from the comic book world. Uh, I'm pretty sure whoever they got running Falcon and Winter Soldiers, the same comic book people they've been doing before, they're going to just crank out that shit. And boom, there you go. As you can see, like, I'm not really excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. If it's good, it's good, cool, but eh, whatever. And I, I loved WandaVision. I had no problems with it, you know. I didn't care that fucking people didn't show up. It would have been cool. Sure. I would have, ooh, X-Men and all, and all whoever, whoever thought was going to show up. I would, oh, that's cool. But I was still invested in the characters and the emotion behind the story. And I, that's, and they gave me that, you know, so. But I think what, what happened was that people were watching just because they was expecting WandaVision to be a commercial for other shit. And, and that's that. stupid. <laughs> right yeah they were expect they got mad because a show called wanda vision was just about wanda and vision yeah yeah i don't know what you expect so yeah yeah anyway yeah. moving on past so. that what else we got uh i think this is something oh yeah this your baby right here yeah this this all oh you. shit i forgot about this this is just something to fucking play uh, or just to <laughs> talk shit about um so are did, are you a young guns fan <laughs> i'm familiar with it i have other than other, I mean, other than the the Nate Dog and Warren G song. <laughs> what? A, oh yeah, Regulators. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, I mean, Emilio Estevez, I guess, has confirmed that they a Young Guns three is in the works. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Cause they're not young anymore <laughs> right that's what i'm saying well bad boys was the same way like why y'all bad boys <laughs> yeah um it's kind of like that um me i love the young guns movies they were the move they were the young guns is what got me into westerns you know what i'm saying i really? okay yeah i uh 
I, you know, I'm native. I never gave a fuck about Westerns. I couldn't stand all that cowboys and Indian shit. I was like, you know, you know, fuck, fuck John Wayne, fuck John Ford, fuck Bonanza, fuck the Lone Ranger, fuck Little House on the Prairie, fuck all that shit. Wasn't whoa, for me. Whoa, 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 leave Little House on the Prairie out of this. Fuck that shit. Those colonizers. <laughs> fuck them. You know, every time I saw that show, I just wished an, an arrow would come flying into Laura's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So, uh, anyways. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't into westerns, and I'm not, then I saw Young Guns, and I was like, "Holy shit, this ain't cowboys and Indians. This is gangster shit." Right. This is and about. I think it was made. It was westerns made for a younger audience at the time. Yeah, the and it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it had the Brat Pack. It had Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen, and um, you know all those young the Brat Pack they called them the the teeny bopper stars of of the '80s. They were in this movie, and it was yeah, it was meant for a younger audience. It's the watered down version of Billy the Kid. But when I watched it, I'm like, this is this is grimy gangster shit. It's about the Lincoln County War, which is about it's basically a mob war in the Southwest, and that's what I responded to. You know what I mean? You know, the, it was it was basically cattle barons and land merchants that were warring against each other, using corrupt sheriffs and crooked politicians and shit. You know, it's it was just grimy gangster shit. And that's what I that's what I liked about it. And um, so I you know, I I learned the history and that's when I, I started gravitating towards, you know, Clint Eastwood and the spaghetti westerns. I didn't like any of the fifth like John Wayne shit. You know, I like the I like the like Clint Eastwood and the Italian westerns because they were more about hell on earth, you know, where right. the, uh, the the old west Plus was they, like were this, just, they were just shot better also like yeah they, they were just yeah. well well the, the fifth like john wayne and john ford that was right after world war ii uh you know it's all about white supremacy america just won world war ii they were feeling good about themselves so let's have all these movies where america whips ass and kicks all the the, the darkies off their land because america rules and we're number one that's what those westerns about it's basically white supremacy you know but then you got the italians making their westerns as like no America is just fucked up, corrupt, violent, apocalyptic wasteland. And that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Why I like. Why are we not reviewing that for Geek Criterion? <laughs> like Good, the yeah. Bad, and Ugly or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. That's where I, you know, fucking Outlaw Josie Wales and High Plains Drifter and all that shit. That's, those I, are the and Westerns. That's, that's what the Mandalorian is. Yeah. That's, that's all the, it is. Yeah. yeah, just grimy gangster shit in the Old West. That's what I yeah. like. That's what I got into. And that's what the Young Guns movie were. Yeah, it was it was like the Hollywood Cliff Notes version of what happened. Um, but again, being a native, Chavez, yes, he was played by Lou Diamond Phillips, who ain't really native. He's okay. What is Lou Diamond Phillips? He's Filipino. I'm... He's basically Asian and white. You know, but okay. he's you know, I guess he kind of gets a pass from us. But Chavez gets a pass. You know, because he kicks him out. He was a native who kicked ass. And yes, he had knives. He did have a gun a couple times. He did shoot a gun a couple times, but still, yeah. he was a native. Honestly, I thought what I was, I thought like he thought guns made it too easy. So you know, he got to give him a challenge. He did use a gun. There's some scenes where he shot guns, but yes, he was the Indian guy who threw knives and shit, which was my pet peeve, you know. But still, he whooped ass, you know. And as as natives, we don't get a lot of we don't get a lot of kick ass Indians on screen. And that's what Young Guns had, you know. And, uh, and yeah, you could be all woke. And some of the natives in the movie were probably not played by natives. And you can see the, 
you know, the wigs on them and shit, and they had dirt on their faces. I don't know why they didn't wash their faces, and and there's no teepees in New Mexico. So yeah, there's all that shit, <laughs> but it still gets a pass. <laughs> right. It was the eighties. You know. Yeah, it, it was just the cool. It's cool to see, you know, somebody who looks like you whooping some ass on screen for a while, playing a hero, and he did. He saved everybody in the end and all that shit. Um, they did kill him off in the second movie, which kind of irked me. No, wait, wait, everybody died in the second movie, though. Yeah, yeah, everybody died. So that's like, what the hell? Including Billy the Kid, which I'm like, yes. why are they making a third one when everybody died? Um, right. There is that rumor, there is the legend that Billy the Kid did fake his own death. Yeah, that, that came from Unsolved Mystery. I saw that, that Robert Stack episode. Yeah, that 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 might be the angle, and they do address it in the in the second movie. Yeah, um, it was right at time. Yeah, you know they do address it, and they said maybe they're going to go through that angle. But they killed all the other characters that I like. Well, like that I cared about. Like Chavez died, and like the real Chavez. I mean, these and that's the thing. These were based on real people, you right? Know? And the real life Chavez, he like died in his. He lived to like nineteen thirty. And he died as an old man. He got out of prison and died an old man peacefully, you know. So, <laughs> right. So, why but he was like an that? outlaw his whole life. He was robbing and you know hustling his whole life and shit. <laughs> and then got busted and went to jail, went to prison for like ten years and shit. And then got out and chilled out as an old man. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I was a fan of these movies. I don't know why what they're gonna do for the third one. I don't know. But here's the thing, Eli. I'm, I, I think it's a good idea, good idea to make this movie. Okay. Because regardless of whether the movie sucks, which we know it will, the point is it's going to bring awareness to, oh, there was some awesome-ass young gun movie. Who talks about young guns anymore? Like, nobody. <laughs> but well, yeah, bring, they, you got that song, Regulate. That That's what it inspired. Nobody relates it to young guns. We just think yeah. about, you know, Nate Dogg and Warren G, you know. Yeah. Even though they took samples from the song, we don't know where the sample came from. We just know it came from a movie, you know. Yeah. So at least bringing Young Guns 3 back, people are going to revisit, oh, let me go watch these old movies, you know. And even though, oh, these movies are way better than this movie, you know. Or just retcon it or something. I mean, it, it, there's so many movies about Billy the Kid and the Lincoln County War and Chisholm and all that shit. You know, the Murphy Men and, you know, all that shit. You know, there's been so many movies. So they could... Like, didn't Vincent D'Onofrio just make one? Like, a, I haven't seen it yet, but he just yeah. made one. Like, yeah. you know. And that's what so they're going to do. They're going to, yeah, they're, they're going to make this movie. It's going to be on Netflix or Amazon or HBO Max or some bullshit. It's not coming to the theaters, you know. And that's what they're trying <laughs> to do. They, they want to just get cheap shit with name recognition value and just put it out there. Because this coming to America, it has started, it, it's, it's changed things, you know. Yeah. That's the that's the train we're going to now. But I think I, I'm but I'm wondering like Emilio Estevez has played Billy the Kid, and he, Emilio Estevez ain't 21 anymore. <laughs> right, he doesn't look anywhere <laughs> like 21. And you know Billy the Kid died when he was 21. <laughs> right, so, supposedly. You know. So yeah, we well, we could have old man Billy the Kid or old right. you according, know, Billy, according the, to Billy the old man. Yeah. <laughs> right. According to Robert Stack, he didn't die, you know, in, in a solved mystery episode. So Yeah. So if they explore that angle, then they can do they can bring them all back. Who knows? I don't know. You know. Right, can, kind of just, just do some fucking CGI. 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 Yeah, make them young again and shit. <laughs> right. That's how you be young guns, you know. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's uh, see what do we got next. Oh, are we here already? We are here already. Oh. Let me move that up 
so I won't throw off the show. Okay, video game section. This is some big news that I actually should have talked about months ago, but I'm talking about it right now. Uh, apparently, Bethesda has been purchased by Microsoft, and it is a complete transaction, so it is done. It took a while for them to get going, but it's there now. And what they've done, they put a whole bunch of their games on uh, X- Xbox Game Pass. Here's the thing, Eli. I don't even have Xbox, and I have Xbox Game Pass. That's how awesome that shit is. You know, it's like you got to have it. Oh, what did I just do? I fucked up. Okay. Yeah, what game is that? Oh, that is a pony. Get rid of that. <laughs> a pony? <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> Don't search my browser history. You know, anyway. Uh, but what I was talking about is... Anyway, with uh, Xbox Game Pass, and I was trying to show you that the games that they all have, but I can't fucking pull this shit up. But they got a whole bunch of games on Xbox Game Pass right now that they are releasing and they won't be on playstation they're just going to be on xbox game pass and i'm actually you know like pretty excited for that actually what is this right here i think this is i think this is it i wish that we pre- here we go okay so what are the games we got we got dishonor dishonor 2 doom doom 2 doom 3 doom 60 is it doom 64 okay doom eternal edgar scrolls 3 edgar scrolls 4 skyrim oblivion online Fallout, Fallout Boy, Fallout This, Fallout That, Prey, Rage 2, Wolfenstein. You get the point. All those games are now exclusive on Xbox. On Xbox, So, PlayStation getting more. Which I think is a good thing anyway, because if you have played a Bethesda game on PlayStation, they sucked anyway. They always was glitchy and didn't work right how they want to. So, there you go. This just makes Game Pass even more awesome. Like I said, I, I don't even have an Xbox. I just got a PC and I play Xbox games just so I can crank out Halo and Gears of War and I can play Skyrim. So, yay. I don't know what to say. Cool, so, man. Yeah, Those are all games that like take forever. So, they, yeah. They are, which is why I usually play. Now, here's the thing. I used to play them and 30 minutes in, I fall asleep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, it's, it's good games to, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping. So, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, or maybe they'll run better on, on Xbox Game Pass. I don't know. But anyway, let's move on to the next part of the podcast. Okay, so like I said, this is Comic Book Bullies, where we talk about the comic books. And Eli, what, what, who's going to start off with? Okay, so we we both read a book, and it's like the number one selling book this week. Who You want to go? You want to do one? it? I wanna, well, Which one Joker. did we read? Joker. Oh, yeah, I read that. You read it too? Yeah. Okay. I read it too, yeah. All right, well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. You do it, and I'll, I'll, I'll assist. <laughs> appreciate it okay <laughs> oh shit get this fucking pony off my browser history and there we go <laughs> that was in your browser <laughs> i thought that was like the new wonder woman or I, will, I will i will explain the pony in a second just not right now <laughs> oh shit so okay hold on let me go to it okay so ladies are going to start off now just to set up the what's going on right now this is an ongoing series with the Joker. This is not like a one-shot. Joker has a new, continuous, ongoing series. This is his book, and this is the first time. Now, the first time he's done it, this is, I think, the last time Joker had an ongoing series, like back in the 70s. Uh, but this is the first time they've done it after he's been, you know, chopped his face off and shot people and beat people with crowbars or like that. Now they're making him a comic book character that has his own comic book again. So, I guess... They're going to hero him up. They're going to hero him up, even though he's done all this fucked up shit. And the last thing he did, uh, Harley Quinn shot his eye out. So I'm trying to see if I can post that up. So he's actually on the cover of his new book, uh, Missing an Eye. <laughs> you know, not the worst thing Joker has been through. But, you know, they got to change the status, status quo every now and then. So let's see what we got here. So 
yeah so if you can see it right here joker has his eye shot out and if you see bane behind him i'll explain that in a second now for those that don't know what's going on this is actually all playing into um what was that shit dc uh future state we were just talking about we we're talking about dc future state yeah. so this is actually like leading up to what happened dc future state. dc future state with like black batman all stuff like that is actually like five years in the future from now and it's basically leading up to what happens to that so what we're going to is that we get Co commissioner Gordon, and this isn't even a joker story this is a commissioner gordon story well jim gordon story because he's it's no pretty much yeah 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 so based on star off, we actually show a prologue of him that he's in chicago and it's actually right out of batman year one where he was transferred from chicago to gotham city and the reason because he ratted on some some of his uh cops in gotham city and they want his i mean in chicago and they want his ass out and they figured that gotham city should be the worst place to send him so they did so they on his last night in town nobody came to see him except this one guy named uh Danny Ryan. Danny Ryan is this old Chicago cop that was there. He's the only guy that came to see uh, Gordon. And he basically tried to tell him, like, yeah, Gordon, you're young. You don't know what's going on right now. You thinking that what you did was right. But there's a difference between the law and what's actually evil. See, you're young. You haven't seen the devil yet. I've seen the devil. I saw. I walked up on this dude, and I saw him eating the face off a 17-year-old girl, and then asked me, do you want a piece? You know, and then he ran he off. Was he was a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, he was a serial killer. Yeah. So he, the guy, ran off. Never caught him. He said that has haunted his life. You know, ever since then, every time he goes to sleep, he sees that guy's face in there, and he's telling Gordon, eventually one day you meet the devil also. Now I know you play everything by the law, you play everything by the book, and you do everything right. But if you ever see the devil, and I know you will, you aim for the head. Evil. Fuck all yeah. that law shit. You're the real you, you evil. See, like real evil, you aim for the head. Not go by the book, follow law. No, you aim for the head. He okay, you know. He, he thinks he's just still, you know, just talking shit to him. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't really understood what he's saying because he's young. But like I said, fast forward to present day, Gordon knows the devil. You know, yeah. he knows the Joker. The Joker has pretty much just wrecked his life. Uh, killed his wife, crippled his daughter. Uh, you know, assisting his son getting killed. And while all this shit is going on, oh, now we got some some backstory about what's going on before we get out of that. Eli, we finally know where A-Day is. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, we didn't know where A-Day was in Future State because they kept or saying exactly that was what happened. Yeah, we knew something yeah. happened. We just didn't know exactly what and how. Right. In Future State, they kept referring to it like A-Day is day that pretty much everything went to shit. So now we know what A-Day is. A-Day is the day that Arkham, Arkham Asylum burned to the ground. And not only Arkham Asylum burned to the ground, Bane was in there, got jokerized, and now he's a martyr. I'm trying to see if I can get to him. Skip all this bullshit. If I can get to him. Yeah, because all the murals Bane, and shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they got a mural to it. And, yeah. and little Saint, Santa Prisca, basically all the uh, immigrants that have migrated from South America to Gotham, they look at, you know, Bane like a hero. Like, he, they don't fuck Batman. They want Bane. You know, so they got all these, you know, uh, vigils to him and murals, you know, like the hero Gotham because he was killed before Arkham got burned down. So uh, so they they miss Bane and Gordon no longer like if last time we seen Gordon, he had brown hair. Basically, he was saying that he dyed his hair. Now he just let yeah, it grow. He he dies his hair, yeah, yeah. yeah, now he like <laughs> he don't care anymore. He just he don't like what the city's doing uh, after. And everybody thinks. And it may even happen. Everybody thinks that the Joker was the one that burned down 
uh, Arkham Asylum. Well, because I mean, well, there was there was like a, a lower form of the, of the Joker toxin that was released throughout the the asylum and killed a bunch of people, but they didn't. All they did was smile, but they didn't laugh to death or whatever. So it was like a. That's lower, why nobody heard him because they didn't. Yeah. They didn't say anything. They didn't make a noise. And know? then one one cop actually. Um, Try to stop it by by setting the place on fire and shit. Right, and that's what started the fire. That's why everybody burned up, burned up. Yeah. Right. So and and that uh, officer got fucked up also, like a hand, arm, all this shit going too. So uh, now what's this guy's name? Nakano. Nakano. Mayor Nakano. Nakano. Yeah. What 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 is he? Is he the mayor? He's the mayor now. Yeah. He was he was ex commissioner, I believe, and then he ran for mayor. Okay, so he's the mayor now. He calls in Gord. He said, I'm running a task force. I want to try to catch the Joker once and for all. And I want you to lead up the task force. And he's telling them all the stuff that, you know, he got all the evidence on Joker. Uh, Gordon just pretend like, oh, wow. I mean, he's pretending like he's shocked. Not letting them know that Batman told him all this shit like two days ago. You know. Uh, it was also so- like, he said, why don't you get Batman instead? Right, and, and then, then he knew that he wouldn't go let him back in the room again. Basically, we walk. You can see Nakano like, man, fuck you, Gordon. You know. Yeah, he's uh, like, yeah, okay, because he's Nakano's anti vigilante. Yeah. Right, and if Gordon, and that's why Gordon's still saying like, go after Batman, but he knows he's not going to go into. So, anyway, Gordon, you know, still getting, you know, all these nightmare stuff from the Joker, and it's getting worse because, like I said, they got all these murals about Bane. Uh, punchline is going viral. You know, everybody got all this punchline merchandise because she's in jail and she's like swayed social media to side with her, you know, and they thinking like she probably is going to get off because of the shit she's doing with manipulating social media. Uh, people just in the streets, just attacking people, don't care, you know. Uh, and that's the thing, like Gordon knows he's trying to retire, but he doesn't have any money to retire. You know, he's going to just live this shithole in Gotham and can't go anywhere. He's going to just be there. Uh, and everywhere he go, he still sees the Joker. Now, while all this is going on, now the plot thickens. Now we get to some chick. What's her name? Crescinda or something? Oh, yeah. The Whatever rich lady. Name. The rich lady. She just shows up. She's like, get in the car. I want uh, to talk to you about the Joker. So they go to the Joker and they go to some guy's house. Looks like Wayne Manor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not, but whatever. Because he recognized Wayne Manor. So they go to the house. Her name is Crescinda. She sits down to have a conversation with, with Joker. I mean, with, with Gordon. And basically tells him, I, I got all this information about Joker. I know what Joker's going to be at. Joker is in, where did he say? Where, where did he say Joker was going to be? Oh, uh, Belize. He was going to be in Belize. And I have all this. He was like, well, how you want me to? And basically she's hiring Gordon to, to you know, to, you know, to take uh, Joker out. And Gordon is like, well, how am I supposed to get that out? I don't have any money to get that out. I barely got enough money to pay my rent next week. He was like, look, I'm going to give you a credit card with unlimited funds until you get the Joker. And after the job is done, I'm going to put $25 million in your bank account, disappear, do what the hell you want to do. He's like, so you paying me $25 million to go get the Joker and just bring him back to Gotham? Uh, No. <laughs> I'm paying you $25 million to kill the Joker. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't do that. I'm a, uh, I used to be a com- uh, police commissioner. I can't just... Going, I'm not a hit man. I can't go there and assassinate anybody. She's like, yeah, you're the perfect person to do this because you have because Joker has taken more from you than damn near pretty much anybody in, in Gotham. You're his worst enemy. You have the best chance of getting him because you know him. So, I mean, you can either take my offer or you can just let the city just eat itself and you die in the city with everybody else pinning without a penny to your name. The choice is yours, Gordon, whatever you want to do. And she gives Gordon uh, a week to decide while that's going on. 
we cut to Belize and we see basically a bunch of dead bodies. And at the very top, Joker is basically reading about what happened at Arkham Asylum has been destroyed. Uh, even with some dead chick right there. And he has a glass eye. Like I said, Harley Quinn shot his eye out last time. And he's just laughing. That's it. And some other shit happens. I don't really care about the punchline shit. Really the punchline story, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care about <laughs> that. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. So yeah, that's what's going on with the story. Uh, Eli, I think it's a, it's a good start. Although I don't think Gordon should be the main bad guy of the story. Because what can Gordon do with Joker? Even if he did find Joker and caught Joker, what can he do? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that it's not really a Joker book. It's 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 Gordon's story. He's the main focus, and what Gordon, right. what Joker's done to Gordon, and Gordon, you know, coming to terms with his, you know, his issues with the Joker. And I like I like that. I thought it was a cool. This was like this felt like a detective story, like a neo noir crime detective, hard boiled detective story, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially the like beginning, an unsolved case, you know, yeah, yeah. Especially the beginning and the bar. I could just hear the, you know, the jazz, the do 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 do. You know, the yeah, the horn. You know, that's what it felt like. Just a a hard boiled crime noir. Cold night in the city. Yeah, you know his narration, his voiceover. I liked all that, and I think Tinian did a good job writing that you know um yeah I, I just don't know how i feel about yeah gordon as a hitman chasing after the joker <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know how it's gonna play out but here's the thing what what interests me about this is that we're learning about the future state that we read because the future state just threw us in there we didn't know what was going on but now we're starting to get some backstory about what's going on and i feel like they're trying to lead us into future state because future state was five years ago i think DC is putting a, a five-year plan to get us from there to there. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Joker will actually kill Gordon. That'll be something. Yeah. Who knows? Because we don't see Gordon <laughs> in, in future states, so that'll sell some books. So, yeah, why not? So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah all right. Shoot. I, you, you got next. Well, my next book was The Second Son, or no, The Second Bat, or was it The Next Batman, Second Son? Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Let's, Number let's three. Mm-hmm. This one just has. What happened in this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what that score is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these. That's the thing about these. 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 These are so short. And I read. I read, and it's hard to remember until I, you know, read the next one. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that like happened. A dollar, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they're only a buck, so they're breezy, you know, short reads. Um, it. Yeah, we're. we're it's right after A Day happens. They refer to Gotham, or I mean Arkham, getting uh, uh, you know, bombed and shit. Batwing finds one of Joker's henchmen and is like, you know, you're his tech guy. What the hell? What is he planning? And the guy's like, I don't know, but whatever he's planning, you're not going to stop it. And then we get just a bunch of the family drama between you know Jason, Luke, and uh, Lucius, and then the mom, and they're all arguing. We still don't know what Jace did to piss off his family, but they're I think still he, he ran over somebody or something. But yeah, yeah, we still don't know. But you know that kind of they're 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 all addressing that in this argument. Like you fucked up and you you put this family through all this shit and blah 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 blah. And he's like, you have no idea what I've what I've been doing and blah blah blah. So and then the sister 
she has some sort of, I don't know if she's diabetic or what, but she collapses and like call the ambulance and that's to be continued. So that was um, it? Okay. yeah, that, that's about it. I mean, that's the thing. They're so short. And like I said, they're only like three or four panels per page. So they're very so they, they spreading it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, that's what a three out of five. I, I like it's a buck. So, you know what I mean? I, I'm still <laughs> yeah, interested to see. Yeah. I'm still interested in seeing how it plays out, but yeah, you know, um, they're very, it's like a comic strip, like in, like, you know, like the newspaper, you know, like the old Spider-Man like Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the old Spider-Man <laughs> strips. That's what, that's what it's kind of like, you know? So yeah, there's that. And what else? That's the only other Batman shit. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, we're going to continue with DC, but I want to switch it up some, do some Marvel. Uh, we're going to do nonstop Spider-Man. Did you get a chance to, to read this? No, I didn't. Is this the one where he gets his uh, suit, new suit? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's later <laughs> on. I don't know. <laughs> I heard nah, he got this, a new suit. That's all I heard. <laughs> not in this one. There may be some shit coming down like in the summertime, something like that. But yeah, just want to talk about what's going on right now with... Uh, Okay, so basically this book is supposed to be like Spider-Man, like the premise of, what was that Jason Statham movie? Speed? Crash? A Crank? Uh, crank. crank. It's supposed to be like Crank. So it's supposed to be like Crank where it's just like nonstop move, move the whole time on it. And I don't know how well this book pulls it off, but basically the book starts off the very first panels, Peter just crashing out of a building. And while he's falling, even though it's an entire panel... He's narrating to himself like each floor he's going down. He whip like I'm gonna show you. Like uh, he's falling. He's on the 15th floor. Webs himself up. He puts his mask on. He shoots out the uh, lights. He webs up debris so they don't hit people. Uh, and when they do hit people, they like smack people in the face and stuff like that. But yeah, like this panel right here. So it's the slowest fall in history. <laughs> right, slowest fall here. Like, but he's falling, but he's you know recognize everything, and basically he's landing on the bad guys. You know, the bad guy he land on their car, boom. But these bad guys are like cyber ninjas and some shit, and they come out and they got like weapons and baseball bat, and they fight and they fight and they fight, and that's pretty much the book. Yeah. So it's like hardcore Henry, hardcore Spidey. It's pretty much that. I don't know how well it works, Eli. I don't know how well it works. Anyway, fuck this book. What I did like, <laughs> it, it well, was some cool. It, 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 there's a way, yeah. If they, if he wasn't talking through every fucking panel, like if it's supposed to be fast paced action, don't read. The, yeah, it it shouldn't take you ten minutes to read a page. No, but here's the thing. I don't I don't like the layout. I don't like the layout of the panels. I hate to get, you know, all comic tech nerd and shit like that, but I think everything's too close together. It's They're so close together because they're trying to make it so frenetic and, and frantic. You don't know what the hell is going on. You're like, did he throw him? Did he hug him? What the hell is what the hell is happening? <laughs> you know, so that's the thing I don't like. And I thought maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm too old for this shit. But then the, the comic book I read after this, which had very concise acts where I could follow every single plot, it made sense. You know, even though that, that shit was... Sort of kind of cool, like that. And then they actually break up the action. They have flashbacks of some bullshit about what's going on. I don't care what's going on. You promise me nonstop Spider Man. I want nonstop Spider Man. I don't want him at a funeral crying and shit like that, talking, <laughs> setting up the story. Fuck all that, man. Give me. You just stop Spider Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, I did like this shit where they show the, uh, the spider senses, and it doesn't say spider senses. It like tells them, get up, dude behind you. Uh, move like that's the that's the spider sense there. That's I thought that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. That's a that's a new thing. Uh, look out, you know. And then they do it again. They don't do it once. They do it again. 
I don't give a fuck about this shit. I don't even care why he's fighting cyber ninjas. Just fight him. We'll figure this shit out later on. You promised me nonstop. You'd stop twice. <laughs> ah, fuck this book, man. But here's the thing. This this uh backup story was actually pretty cool. It's a backup story about uh this dude named what's his name? I can't read that. Anyway, this dude is in Paris and he's taking over. He's the new head of Hydra. And while he do, does that, Baron Zemo comes in and Baron Zemo's like, "No, you're not the new head of Hydra. I'm the new head of Hydra. I've come in." <laughs> Nazi, please. I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> I don't even know where that's going from. So he talks to this guy. He was like, no, I don't give a fuck what he's talking about. So the guy pulls a gun on him, and Baron Zemo just throws a knife at him, cuts his trigger finger off. <laughs> just oh, like cool. that. Yeah. And then everybody gets up. Baron Zemo throws more knives, stabs people with swords, shoot people. Like, people just standing there. That's some ninja shit. Out. Yeah, just ninja shit with his sock puppet hat on. And then the, the guy, you know, he's like, oh. Uh... Anyway, he tries to talk his way out of it. He just chops his head off like damn okay so then there's three guys left there's three guys left and they pledge allegiance to you know baron zemo hell hydra he was like the fuck do you guys even know what hydra stands for he like uh and then one guy names uh world domination the other guy named uh white supremacy uh and the other guy named are we supposed to resurrect some inhuman that's supposed to kill the kree and he's just like oh, you dumbasses no none <laughs> of those are for hydra hydra stands for one thing you're like well what's that and shoots all of them <laughs> it was like hydra stands for only the strong survive and the weak dies and y'all too damn weak to join hydra <laughs> you know so let me hit the new york at the end so fuck non-stop spider-man but baron zemo showing up just being all nin nazi ninja shit like that that was pretty cool you know so overall, baron like, zemo, yeah. <laughs> yeah non-stop baron zemo like fuck spider-man give me more baron zemo like that should have been a whole fucking book i would have bought that I'm buying more villain books than anything else. I'm starting to know that, Eli. My taste has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi, please. W Willie, I didn't catch that the first time until I just read it right then. Yo, <laughs> like Willie's in the Nazi, house. Please. What up, Willie? What up, big Willie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's all I got. Oh, what, what you got, Dex? I'll do Immortal Hulk, number 44. Let me let me share this screen. I want to get this up here. Cool. Share screen. Uh, share screen. Uh, Chrome tab. Is that up? And... Wait, whoa, 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 wait, this one, right? Can you see that? I, so I see it, I see it. Here All right, cool. So just, this is just to showcase the awesome art in this fucking book and the grotesqueness that, um, you know, that this book has really taken Hulk back to its horror roots, horror monster movie roots. So basically we got uh, the UFOs have shown up and are beating the shit out of Joe Fixit Hulk. So... You know, little little recap. Hulk is dead. Well, a bunch of the Hulks are in dead, and they're in hell. And the leader has taken over hell and have been absorbing all of the other personalities. Joe Fixit and uh, reg uh, what's his name? The, the 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 regular Hulk, the Kitty Hulk, or whatever they call him. Oh, uh, Savage Hulk. Savage Hulk, yeah. The, the, who's like the kid? They mm -hmm. they were in New York, kind of hiding out. But then uh, the UFO showed up last issue, and this is pretty sad. I, I got I, I thought it was a little. I, I this was kind of sad. They all just beat the shit out of Joe Fixit, who wait, you know wait, why? Because he's a Hulk. They're Hulk hunters. Oh, the UFOs beat the shit out of Joe. Okay, yeah, yeah, they all take turns beating the shit out of him. Um, and the Hulk is trying 
Savage Hulk is trying to like fight, but he's in Joe Fixit's body, so he's not as powerful. So that's where you kind of, that's the thing is like you realize that the Hulk is a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're beating a kid. That's where I'm like when that idea got me, I was like, damn, this is kind of fucked up. And it kind of reminded me like all the times that the Hulk, you know, all the years, the Hulk is just a big giant kid. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So every <laughs> time intelligence we, acts out, yeah. Yeah. So every time, you know, Wolverine or whoever beat the shit out of him, he was beat they were beating the shit out of a big kid, basically. <laughs> but at the same time, a big kid also beating the shit out of him also. So Yeah. Uh, but this really made it like like okay, now the kid is actually he can't defend himself. And they all beat the shit out of him. Um meanwhile, back in New Mexico, um shaman and puck and the rest of the alpha flight or what are they call gamma flight they were trying to find uh the 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 shadow base or whatever the old you know gamma base and um sasquatch is there but then some weird the yeah the weird mon- leader monster comes out and um they're all kind of like what the hell you know and they're saying that there's like rick jones is in them you know, there's a uh, part of uh, Doc Samson's in them, and they're like, "What the hell? This thing's weird." And then we cut back to uh, New York, and there's the UFOs are still just like taking turns, beating the shit out of the Hulk, and um, then the Hulk dies. Joe Fixit dies, oh, wow. and goes okay. to Green Hell. Um, let me stop sharing that screen. Mm-hmm. Um, where where you at? Um, and so Joe Fixit goes to hell because that's what happens when the Hulk goes there. They go to green hell and Joe Fixit sees the leader and how powerful the leader is. I couldn't find this on the, on the but here, here's the leader. Blow you up. Let me blow you up. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, what the hell? He like yeah. attacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the leader is, is basically taking over hell and that's, uh, and then yeah, to, to rule in hell. That's, uh, ah. that's where we got, that's where it ends. So. Another dope ass issue, um, yeah. The art's cool, like really grotesque uh, art for a Hulk book, you know. So four out of five. This is still dope. Cool. I do want to answer this question by Chief Queef eighty eight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, will Immortal Hulk ever become a movie? Uh, as of this time, no. Uh, here's the thing: because Marvel actually does not own the distribution rights to Hulk, they never did. So that's why you haven't gotten a Hulk movie since two thousand eight. Besides that, it sucked. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, and this is um, the thing about this run, and it's a great run. This might be one of the best runs of all time. I don't care, um, but there's a lot going on. You know, I, I, I yeah. They could find a way. I mean, what they yeah. do is they'll cherry pick the shit they like, and you do it from there. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Immortal Hulk rules. It's yeah. the it's the book that every. I'm pretty sure this book is winning awards left and right or whatever awards show there is. So yeah. Yeah, I remember I, I I was like, you know, I remember reading something a while back and somebody saying something on the lines of they can't wait till like ten or twenty years from now where scholars are gonna be like picking apart Immortal Hulk and <laughs> for all I can see it. I can yeah, see it right. You know, you know, because it's so layered with all these ideas and themes and psychology and you know so yeah great great issue another they knock it out of the park again (laughs) 
cool. Okay, so next book I'm going to do, I should do this one, but I'm going to do that one. I just did Marvel, right? Let me do the Marvel again. Okay, we're going to go with Taskmaster number four. You know, I've been on, I've been on Taskmaster. I'm, I'm, you have been. I've been riding this wave, so I'm going to just stick with it. Uh, I got to do this one. Got to do this one for the culture. Because this one on the cover is Taskmaster versus Okoye. So he infiltrates okay. Wakanda. Let's get to it. Oh, Let's shit. see that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole point of the book. So, and like I said, it's a quick in and out book, but I just wanted to get to it. Let's boom, blow that bad boy up. Okay, so what's going on in this book? Taskmaster, like I said, is going to Wakanda. Uh, he, and he's trying to talk himself out of it. He like Nick Fury. Uh, talk me out of this. T tell me not to go to Wakanda because this is a stupid ass plan. And Nick is like, man, this is your plan. Go do it. You know, like okay, fuck it. So he decides to you know do a halo jump uh, outside of plane, land in Wakanda. Uh, like he might, he said his whole plan is his plan. He decided to come up, so he goes to Wakanda, takes out some of the dogs of war, the Hatat Zarati or whatever you call them. Uh, takes a few of those guys. Basically, he's trying to get caught on purpose, you know. So he gets caught, uh, and he's just talking shit. Uh, and then Okoye shows up, and she's just like, "Lay down, dog. Why are you here in Wakanda?" He was like, "Because I'm trying to tell you that your dogs of war, they suck. They they ain't shit. Uh, I came here to train them." You know, you pay me, I train your uh, dogs of war, and maybe one of these guys may be the Black Panther one day. And she's like, oh, you talking cash money shit. You know, no, take it. But he, what he's trying to do, he's trying to look at Okoye and look at her body movement so he can mimic her body movements to go back and, and solve that puzzle that him and Nick Fury are trying to do. But since he can't see her because they keep knocking him down, she just uh, locks him up, you know. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's what happened. Taskmaster gets locked up. And he keeps talking shit about the dogs of war, saying they suck and none of can beat them. You know, so he, they don't have his mask. He's just doing push-ups. He's been there for about maybe a week, two weeks, something like that. Uh, they give him back his helmet, and you know the the head dog of war is like, get your ass up, let's go. So he knows what they're doing. They're about to go, you know, more, you know, fight it out. Uh, and basically, like, oh, you insult us, you saying we we suck? Okay, let's go at it. Now he know they all wearing vibranium suits. Uh, so he know he can't do a direct attack on him because uh, if you punch him, it's not going to do anything. But there's other ways to hurt these people. Bam. <laughs> he breaks his arm. <laughs> you know. Uh, so he takes out one of the dogs of war. The other dogs of war rush at him. He takes those guys out, break one of their ankles. You know. So when Okoye sees it, he's taking out the... Uh, and, and basically he's like, uh, you want me to kill this guy? I don't know how Wakanda does it when you got suck-ass, you know... Uh, employees that can't get the job done because my other employees tell me to kill him. But you want me to kill him? And she's like, okay, y'all get the fuck out the way. I'll handle this guy. So, And that's the whole thing that Taskmaster wanted anyway. He wanted Okoye to come down there so he could fight him. So he can, you know, study her, her fighting style. So she gets down there uh, and we wanted to not treat her Hyanna like one would a man. Oh yeah, because she's bringing a spear to him. She was like, I don't, I don't have no respect for you, Taskmaster. So they fight. And so, and, and Taskmaster is he kicks in the stomach, but it's like a stomach kick that's supposed to like shatter somebody's sternum. But she just gets back up. She's like, oh, okay. She she's something. And Tasman's like falling in love with this and shit like that, because he's just loving her movements or something, you know. He's like, I never seen somebody so graceful as you. And see, this is what I'm talking about with nonstop Spider-Man fucked up at. This is clear, concise, kinetic fighting. You see everything that's going on. You see what the fuck is happening. You see who's winning, you see who's losing. And they're basically like trading blows back and forth. And then afterwards, so Taskmaster got what he wants. But basically, Koye tells him like, okay, you talk all this Taskmaster shit, you this, you that. I haven't seen anything to press me yet. They're like, oh, really? 
Okay. So Taskmaster could stop the fight if he wanted to. Be like, nah, I'm going to show her ass. So they fight some more, blah, blah, blah. Get some more good fights in. He takes a spear. And Stas, he's like, so you still not impressed? He's like, eh, whatever. Fight's over with. So the thing is, Okoye gets a call from a secret agency in America that they found out they have Taskmaster, so they want Taskmaster back. She was like, uh, I'm going to give you back to the Americans because I don't want to sully Wakandan soil by burying your body on it. You know, so get the fuck out of here. Uh, and the, the agent she hands him over to is Nick Fury, <laughs> which is all part of the plan anyway because Nick Fury, uh, Taskmaster worked for Nick Fury anyway. So now he has all the stuff he needs to go back to uh to unlock that thing that Justin Hammer locked up. Meanwhile, Black Widow is headed to him also and the end. So or to be continued. So the next issue was the last issue where it's supposed to be some big Taskmaster versus Black Widow fight. And yeah, that's, that's it. Like I said, easy to read the book, not too much going on. What we got here? Uh he trying I think he was. I think he was Chief Queef. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but uh, what, what you got next? Um, I'll do Redemption number two. Awesome. Let me see. Uh, and speaking of action, nice concise action. Yeah, same thing in this book. Every okay. blow, every bullet, every gunshot, you know where it goes. <laughs> you okay, know. so this should nonstop Redemption number, number two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is uh from Upshot. Um, Krista Faust, who did that Bad Mother, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Diodato Jr. on the art. So the art is dope. And it's basically a futuristic Western where it looks like this woman, this badass woman who looks like Linda Hamilton, is some gunslinging bounty hunter badass in oh, this Winona future. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in this future West western apocalyptic wasteland um there's a town called redemption that's run by this asshole preacher um and he basically executed no they're trying to execute or what the fuck no what they're trying to execute a doctor who performed an abortion on a underage rape victim whoa okay yeah so they they go there yeah yeah (laughs) not for kids and um yeah they're like he's a preacher total you know evangelical you know west coast baptist church what are they called westboro whatever (laughs) (laughs) um and uh so this woman she's like something's been bothering me why don't adventures include they're all included they're all the same thing in the comics, everybody's every, everything. So, yeah. Answer that um, so this woman goes out to try and hire this badass gunslinger to go take out this sheriff or this preacher. Um, and she and so and this this is where the, the second issue picks up. She's basically not interested. I was like, nope, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not doing that. I don't I want to be left alone. But she begs and begs and begs. And it's like, OK, well, can you tell me someone who could? Can you point me? Can you point me to a bounty hunter who could do it? So she brings her to some rough ass saloon and says, Hey, you know, I got this woman who wants, who's looking for, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, someone who can go kill the sheriff. And of course that, uh, woman looks kind of like Ruby Rose. Uh, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> and, um, but then this other gunslinger decides to double cross him. 
okay, I'm going to kill you, take this chick back to redemption, to the town, and collect the bounty on her instead, instead of getting hired by her. You know, but then Linda Hamilton, the bad ass gunslinger chick, like shoots them all and kills them all in a really cool action scene because this is very action heavy. And then says, will you help me? Will you, you know, will you, you know, go kill that sheriff now? She's like, hell no. Like, well, can you teach me? At least I'll do it myself. But at least, at least teach me, teach me how to kill and shit. And um, so there's a big, long montage of, you know, her uh training learning how to shoot learning how to become a gunslinger like her and then we cut back to uh we cut back to the the town and redemption and the 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 the, the, the preacher's like you know okay uh we got to go get that bitch and that's kind of where it ends um but yeah it's pretty cool it kind of reminded me of uh speaking of westerns what's that Raquel Welch movie Lanny Lanny something what the hell? Uh, shit. What was it called? Uh, I can't remember. Lanny Calder or some shit. But anyway, it's about some woman who gets like raped and her husband or her family gets killed by a bunch of outlaws. And then she goes and hires some gunslinger to teach her how to be a badass. And then she goes and gets revenge. Again, it came out in the 70s. It was dope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Raquel Welch is a gunslinger basically a you know badass gun that's what this kind of reminded me of she teaches her how to you know shoot and uh yeah so this is another four out of five i this is really cool diodato's killing it on the art and it's just a cool story about this badass gunslinger chick in a futuristic western wasteland so yeah can't go wrong with that so yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right all right so my last book last book i'm gonna do uh, and I say this one on purpose because I should have this one earlier, but I say this one on purpose because I really like this one. Uh, and this is where the pony came from. Okay. okay. So <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Wonder Woman number, what, 770 or something like that? You're like, oh, they do a Wonder Woman book. Yes, we do Wonder Woman sometime. Well, I do Wonder Woman sometimes. If I can find it because I can't see. Cause, ah, there we go. Okay, so basically now, like last time we left off with Wonder Woman, like I said, this whole future state dc infinite or whatever like that she became one of the gods but the gods asked her to join her uh join them as one of the the collective of the gods like that she's like nah screw y'all i'm gonna go do some wonder woman shit and then shortly after that all the gods died because they got killed by the dark side so what happened to wonder woman she just left and flew off and when she wakes up she is in asgard why oh no shit yeah she's just in asgard and she meets this dude named uh Siegfried now Siegfried basically looks like some Middle Eastern boy band singer or whatever like that so yeah and Eli I'm familiar with Siegfried like in Norse mythology uh, I don't know okay I he's a thing that's all I know but anyway what goes on right there he's telling him uh Siegfried is telling uh Wonder Woman you're in Asgard we kill and fight these guys every day sometimes we win sometimes we lose but no matter what happens we just wake up and just do the whole thing over again. Like, well, why? Because we just do. You know, now Wonder Woman has amnesia. She doesn't know where she came from, doesn't know, remember she's Wonder Woman, doesn't remember she used to be a god, Amazon, Superman, Just League, none of that shit. Remember that. So she's just fighting with the rest of these guys, you know, uh, just going to war with them. Uh, and then while she's talking, uh, this warrior comes up and boom, chops her head off. <laughs> and he's like, and, and Siegfried's like, oh shit, oh well. So while she's doing all that, 
Wonder Woman gets this call from this guy who we don't know, just saying, you can't be here. You need to do such, 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 such. And she wakes up in Valhalla. Valhalla is having this big feast and she drinks some of the mead and she's like, oh, this mead is strong. Why is this mead so strong? Because Odin's son likes it that way. And Wonder Woman just gets shit-faced. She gets drunk as fuck. She starts arm-wrestling people, singing, and then she looks at Siegfried and like, bring your ass over here. <laughs> you know, boom. So, yeah, then she gets another thing. You don't belong here. And then Wonder Woman has a hungover, drunk as shit, butt naked, in Siegfried's bed the next morning. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, what did I just do? And Siegfried is over there, shirtless, sharpening his sword. <laughs> you know, uh, but he's saying they didn't do anything. Eli, I call bullshit. That's just me. You know, uh, but Wonder Woman just gets out of bed, butt ass naked, puts her clothes on right in front of Siegfried. He tries to be a gentleman, turns her head. And they basically go out and just do the whole thing over again where they just fight and die and come back. But while she, and she tries to, she's like, I used to be able to fly. Can I fly? She can barely even jump off the ground. So she's powerless in Asgard. So she just keeps walking and she runs into a talking squirrel <laughs> named Ratatak. Ratatak, I don't know my Norse mythology like I should. But anyway, it's a thing in Norse mythology. Apparently it has something to do with Yggdrasil. Now, I don't know if that's what you call it, but that's what Kevin Feige calls it. So if he calls it that, I'm going to take it as gospel. So it's Yggdrasil. Uh, and basically, Yggdrasil is dying, and the squirrel is telling Wonder Woman, we brought you here to save the squirrel because Wonder Woman is supposed to help us. She's like, Wonder Woman? Who's Wonder Woman? And you're like, never mind. If you save the squirrel, I mean, if you save Yggdrasil, I'll help you remember who you are. So anyway, she goes back to doing whatever she was doing. Uh, the squirrel goes back to doing whatever they're doing. And they fight some more. Oh, and this is some cool shit also. Oh, what was and that? Was that a frost giant or a yeti or something? Uh, it could be. They never actually really name it. They just said just some big beast. But look who's riding the beast. Who's that? Thor. Thor. That's Thor, the god of thunder. So yeah, Thor is riding this frost giant or this beast, whatever it is, and just beats the shit out of it, kills it. And Wonder Woman is just like, oh shit, now that's impressive. You know, so Wonder Woman And the real impressive. Thor. Yeah, real the Thor. real Thor, not Marvel Thor, the yeah. real Thor. Wonder Woman just looking like, oh shit, that's Thor. Okay, you know, yeah. and six. Thor is just, not a blonde. Yeah, <laughs> right. Thor's not a blonde. Thor is like big stocky dude, red hair. You know, uh, and Wonder Woman just going to work, and I think either she, uh, yeah, she dies again. Of course, she goes back to Valhalla, and she's expecting to see Secret again to not hook up again. Wink, wink. You know, uh, but when she wakes up, Siegfried isn't there. And she doesn't recognize any of the people that's there. She's like, who the hell are you people? You know, where, where, where's my uh, my boy toy? You know, the one I'm supposed to get drunk with and not hook up with, you know. So they talk to her and they basically say, like, Siegfried never came back. You know, after the battle, he's still on the field. She's like, oh, shit. So she runs to the field and she finds that squirrel again. And the squirrel tells her that because Yggdrasil is dying, the Valkyries are fading away. So since the Valkyries are fading away, they're not bringing all of the soldiers back. She's like, oh, shit. So she uh, turns around and sees Siegfried, but Siegfried, since he wasn't brought back by the Valkyries, he's actually fading away from her. And the squirrel is basically telling her, Wonder Woman, save Yggdrasil, I bring back your boyfriend. Or her side piece, because she's still married to Steve Trevor. But whatever, that's another thing. You know, different zip codes, that didn't count. It's not cheating. Uh, to be continued. Cool. Yeah. That, that and, cool. and then ponies. And but then ponies. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. That was whatever. <laughs> but anyway, that was a pretty cool story, man. You know, Wonder Woman going to Asgore. Now, 
Is it me or does she look exactly like Lady Sif in Marvel? That's just me. Oh, just I guess. Just the way she dressed yeah, other shit. Yeah. But whatever. It's like Marvel said, like fans been begging Marvel for a Lady Sif comic. They were like, they wouldn't give it to him instead of gave him a Lady Thor comic. Like, we want Lady Sif. Give us something we get. And then DC just like, <laughs> Hey, that's not woke, dude. Right. <laughs> but DC is just like, fuck it, fine. I'll do it myself. You know, we'll give you a Lady Sif comic, you know. <laughs> Since they, Marvel won't give you one. So, yeah. Overall, pretty interesting to start with it. I, I, like I said, I didn't keep up Wonder Woman before then. I just jumped in because of the new creative team. And we just off the races. So, yeah. Wonder Woman Asgard, I'm there. So, yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah. What, what, what else you got? I guess the last one I'll do is this Maniac of New York. Number two. Two. All right. So, this is from, what, Aftershock? Yeah, Aftershock. Another indie book. It's about a slasher killer, kind of like a Jason Voorhees named Henry. They call him Maniac Henry. On New Year's Eve in 2016, he murdered like hundreds of people in Times Square. And he's unstopped. He's like Jason Voorhees. You can't kill him. Or Michael Myers. He just don't, he can't die. But he's like the slasher who goes around killing people in New York. Um, and after a while, the city and the mayor, they're just like, well, fuck it. They kind of like sweep it under the rug and just kind of deal with it. You know, they, um, they don't, uh, you know, they, they, they just like kind of go along with it. And they, they, Oh, there's a, there's a Henry sighting beware. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they just kind of deal with it. Um, and all these years later, uh, this woman who's what up? Linus? That's who it was. That's who it was. Talking about the, the squirrel. Yeah, that's who it was. Okay. Um, yeah, so all these years later, this woman whose husband was killed by Henry back in the day, she joins the, uh, the, the maniac task force. And it's just this other uh, drunk chick who doesn't care, who kind of like is all, you know, jaded and doesn't care. No one cares, and she doesn't care anymore. Um, and they're trying to stop this killer. And uh, the last issue, he the, so the subways are now unmanned. It's basically travel at your own risk. They're like just motorized drone subways. There's, you know, um, and Henry killed a bunch of people on there. We pick up here where he's going through the train, killing, killing people, and one woman is trying to escape. So she's running through the train, trying to escape. Um, this, of course gets on the news like hey there henry's been spotted on the subway he's killing everybody um and then the mayor's like well shit well now we can instead they're like we got to evacuate all the survivors like no just let them on there like 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 don't stop the train we can contain it so <laughs> so um the the cops the the you know the task force chicks they're like no we got to get on that train and stop them so like that's what they're doing they're trying to the last panel is them trying to jump on the train. But meanwhile, this one final girl is like trying to hide on the train. She finds these two kids that are on there and she's trying to protect them. Meanwhile, this slasher killer is like stalking them on the train. Um, and that's about it. Uh, like I said before, I really dig this story. Um, I like it's like this political allegory about how you know, there's these problems and nothing really gets done because money is involved. You know, we just kind of sweep things under the rug. You know, we, we don't do things about crime. We don't do shit about the environment. 
We don't really, you know, solve, you know, mass shootings or anything. We just kind of put a Band-Aid on it because money's involved somehow. And nothing really gets solved. No problems ever really get solved. You know what I mean? So I like that. Like this killer, people just got used to the slasher killer going around killing people and don't, don't really do anything about it. You know, um, I like that sort of, you know, idea. But there's hardly any blood in this, you know. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess supposed to be like a psychological, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the reason why you watch a Friday the 13th movie is to see blood, to see the kills. Right, not to hear and, them talk about it at yeah, the first, you know. Yeah, there's some kills. You see a little bit of it in this book, but it's like in the background. It's not for, it's not a, you know, it's not in the forefront of the book. You know what I mean? That, that's my only gripe, you know, you know, the, the lack of gore. And as a slasher horror fan, that's what I want to see. You know, <laughs> so, but like I said, the concept is cool. I like the concept. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm giving that the benefit of the doubt. Having a cool plot without the lack of blood. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it four, I'll, I'll still give it a four out of five. You know, I'll give, maybe give it one more. If it's still this PG rated horror shit that I don't know if I'm going to stay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm booked uh. out. Okay, that's all. I, I got more books under. Let's see what we got. Let's go back to this comment. Also, something that bothered me: why the Avengers don't include X Men and Daredevil Punisher? Are they talking no. about like the MCU? Yeah, I'm not sure. She could be talking about the MCU. If you're talking well, about well, technically the, the net. Hello. Okay. Chica, chica, chica. He's paused. That's okay. We're gonna keep going. Uh, just to answer your question, uh, because the TV and the movie side owned by two different people, they've been consolidated. Like so they probably did. And he's going out again. Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe he'll come back in. Uh, Eli, stay with me, baby. Stay with me. He's just like frozen right there. I might make that a thumbnail. I don't know. Anyway, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have other podcasts. It's Geeks and Comics. We have uh, OK Boomer, which Big Willie either is on here right now or was on here earlier. Uh, we also have, I think, just those two right now. I think some other stuff going on with just those two. I'm starting back up streaming again. I will be streaming this weekend because, like I said, Hawkeye drops on the Vengeance where we go from that. So, uh, Eli, you still there? Or are you are going out? I think he's gone. Oh, well. Yep, he's gone. Anyway. You hear me now? Yeah. Hey. You went out for like a long time. You hear me but now? Yeah. You, you're. Now you're going out again. Oh, well. Eli, I'm about to shut it down. Follow us next week. You know your assignment. You go watch Bucky and Sam. I'm going to watch Justice League. Oh. We'll be back. Back up. I kept notes. coming back. I don't... Yeah, he's going again. <laughs> I heard everything you said. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, cool. Glad I didn't say anything fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with.
213 So I hooked Select on 21 and Lewis Some brothers shooting dice so I said let's do this I jumped out the rock and said what's up Some brothers pulled some gas so I said I'm stuck Since these girls peeping me I'm gonna glide and swerve These hookers looking so hard they straight hit the curve Want to bigger better things than some horny tricks I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth They took my rings, they took my Rolex I looked at the brother, said damn what's next They got my homie hemmed up and they all around Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for power They wanna come up real quick before they start to clown I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down I can't believe it's happening in my own town If I had wings I would fly, let me contemplate I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole Nate Dogg is about to make some bodies turn cold Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate Switching my mind back into freak mode If you won't skirt, sit back and observe I just left a gang of those over there on the curb Now they got the freaks and that's a known fact Before I got jacked, I was on the same track Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E and me The woman to the G Just like I thought, they were in the same spot In need of some desperate head But Nate Dog and the G-Child Were in need of something else One of them Sexy as hell, I said, ooh, I like your size She said my chords broke down and just sing real nice Would you let me ride? I got a car full of girls and it's going real swell The next stop is the east side Three will regulate 